Oh my god, you guys. Fuck. (laughs) I've sat down to record this podcast three times and I have recorded it three times and I've deleted it every single time because it is never exactly what I want it to be. And that was my goal for 2022 is just come on here and talk about what's going on. Um, And like, I don't feel like I can condense everything that's been going on since my last podcast, other than the fact, like, I had a boyfriend at the time, I no longer have a boyfriend, that ended, that was weird, hard, sort of mutual, sort of not really, um, I took a job at Aloe Yoga, so now I'm working, like, 55, 60 hours a week between my two jobs, um, I've met some crazy cool people, I've met some people who have detrimentally affected my life who I'll talk a little bit about in a second um and yeah I've missed a lot of people it just feels like the end of 2021 and the beginning of 2022 has been like very karmic in the way that in trying to close chapters of like bad things in my life or people who treat me poorly and it's just in regard to my love life for the most part and I tried recording this when I was going through it I tried recording it when I was like trying to feel better and then I tried to record it Valentine's Day and then Valentine's Day said sit down girly we have a surprise for you so yeah I'm here now and there is so much to discuss I um recently was in a situationship if you will I would say like pre-dating you know it's fun it's spicy it's exciting it's electric and um yeah I was ghosted like hard and I don't know why it had such an immense effect on me but it did and I think that what I want to talk about is modern dating and the fact that it's very hard um and the pressures sometimes that I feel as being 29 years old and not having it figured out so I think that's what I'm going to focus on (laughs) um I'll paint the picture for you. So I matched with somebody um, on Hinge right before I went home. I was home for Christmas for two and a half weeks in Minnesota. It was fabulous. I got to see my family. I got to see my friends back home, connect with people, um, really connect with them in a way that felt very authentic and genuine and that we had enough time apart to like grow. And it was so fun to see people's lives as they are now. And yeah, I just I had a long summer of traveling and whatever else. So it was just great to like see everyone and, and catch up. Um, but I matched with this person, this guy before I had to like kindle this over the holidays, which is always exceptionally hard and whatever else. So I like really debated on this podcast episode if I was like, you guys, I've debated this so much. And like, I feel like this is the moral struggle of being like, am I going to be a fucking asshole? And just like tear this guy to pieces. Or am I going to be really nice like the healed part of me is and whatever else and and accept that like this missed me for a reason and I am super happy about it. But am I also teetering on the line of like self-pressure and feeling like I'm 29 I got to get it figured out? You know, it's just like whatever. I just it's a moral fucking battle and I wrote out like a million times. I was like I could probably make this like an open letter 
to this man because he's not responded to me. Um, and he left me on red for three weeks and then hit me up on Valentine's Day uh, after he got back into town. Um, which at this point, I don't even know if I, if I believe that that's true. Um, but I just don't know what to do with it. I think that what is very hard for me um, is that dating modern day is full of abundance and then also such a scarcity mindset. The dating pool is always full of avoidant attachment styles. They will always be full of them. They are reoccurring players. They're the same people you see on profiles. Not always. There are people who are probably like some of us who have a secure attachment style, maybe a little anxious attachment style and end up with avoidance and then get put back into the same pool until you just fucking date everyone and then you get so mad and so upset with everyone that you have to take a huge step back and then just be like I can't do this like I have to focus on somewhere else in my life and for a long time that's what I did um previous to this my relationship back this first half of 2021 was so like secure and good and even keeled and then it it just wasn't like I was very much an edited version of myself I very much put myself in a small box I just wasn't like my full personality and I was just ready for it to just be like enough and I you know have a bad habit of putting people on a pedestal and I think that's what a lot of us do is that we put someone on a pedestal and we forget to see them how they are. We forget to see the humility in people, their flaws, because everything at the beginning is so exciting, right? You're you are just in this virtual universe of really good looking people who are interesting and they present the best versions of themselves online the best photos of themselves the coolest experiences that they have to share you know we give that top five percent of us as the opener and then you kind of have to learn to look at someone outside that confine of okay but we talked and you know they're really great and they're responding and they're engaging and it's electric and it's just so many so many different things and then you have to let that like beautiful shiny light dim and you have to let the natural light in and and you have to see people for who they are and what can be so disappointing about that is that they are just as much of a person as you are and that maybe you don't like those parts of them but you've already gone all wild about all the good parts of them and that you've told your friends about them and their family maybe that's not some of you but that's me like I share everything with my friends and family and like when I get excited about it you know I'm just excited because I'm in a really good spot in my life where I'm like, I have so much to offer someone and I am in such a good spot professionally and financially and I'm in a new city and I'm reaping the rewards now after doing a year of planting those seeds and like, I'm just, I'm 29 and I feel a little pressure to like have it figured out. But in the grand scheme of things, like 29 is not that old at all. And like my parents got married later, had kids later. Um, you know, kind of did everything on a scale that was a little bit more drawn out. But 
I look around and I see my peers who are so happy and married or dating for a long time or engaged or living with someone. And um, I used to always be the girl who was in a relationship, always in college. I always had, you know, I was always doing really well. I was always very happy. And then the older I got and probably the more I grew and understood what I actually wanted and stuff, I realized that that is not as readily available, you know, and then we entered college and grad school and I took three years off of dating and I just like couldn't really find someone to match my speed and then when I exited my last relationship I was just kind of like I don't even know what to do with myself um I took a few months off and I just really waited until I was I was right to come in and enter the dating scene again and then I did and um this individual was uh this guy was somebody that I was really interested in with you know I really thought that intellectually he was on my level which I find very hard um very hard to find somebody who has the same interests as me the same emotional intelligence as me and whatever else um and I am somebody who is so unwilling to settle on those types of things that are very important to me and and so unwilling (sighs) To just like stick with a fucking la- like lame ass dude that I'm like, yeah, you know, he's pretty stupid most of the time. Like I just could never do that and I just won't put myself in that box. And I won't put myself in a box of a guy who doesn't want me to work or wants me to stay home and have kids and do whatever else. Like that's not fucking me either. So this guy that I was with like really encouraged me to like be who I was, be off the cuff, be a bitch, be a woman in business, you know, um, really like some of the parts that I try to edit and try to hide because a lot of men can't handle that. Um, it really encouraged me to have fun and like connect and we had a really beautiful time and um everything else and then it all really like fell apart so fucking fast like I can't even tell you how it did or what happened like all of a sudden we had you know a little bit you know minutes minutes kind of dragged on and and minutes changed the the time between texts changed it went from being carefree to like what's going on but I feel really solid in this so maybe this is just old past trauma that I I need to heal by and and do whatever else and again just like really seeing something for what I wanted and not seeing it as I was and then all of a sudden it was like he was like I know I need to be better about checking in I'm just so busy and blah 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 and then he repeated that behavior and then I was kind of like okay that's really not the vibe that I thought that this was but okay and then he um we made brunch plans one night I'm just trying to paint the picture for you guys we made brunch plans one night and this is after the day that he like didn't text me all day and then was like I'm really sorry like but I'm so excited for tomorrow and like when can I pick you up and blah 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 we're gonna have such a great day and then I went to bed with the intention that I was getting up early to go to brunch whatever um and then he had like voice noted me was super apologetic they had a migraine blah blah blah. I mean I was obviously super disappointed I was like things are changing quickly um and I'm I'm aware of that now and all of a sudden I was just like really frustrated and I was like you know I just want to like I wish you'd answer the phone just so I could like talk to you and we could like reschedule or just whatever because he was like I know you're gonna be super fucking mad and blah blah blah, and like scream at me and I was like I'm not gonna scream at you like that's so not my style like I just was really looking forward to seeing you um we've both had extremely long weeks it's been very stressful with work 
um, for yourself and for me. And so, you know, it just was something that I was really looking forward to as like an emotionally like well-connected day. Um, and then I just never heard from him again. I'm not kidding you guys. That was like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday. No, sent him a message on Sunday. I knew he was going abroad. Um, he's from abroad. He was going back to deal with some business and some other things, um, grab some stuff from home, whatever it was. And I knew that he was leaving later that week. And, you know, the days just like kept marching on throughout the week. And I was very mad. I was very upset. I was very disappointed. I was kind of like, okay, like what the fuck is going on here, you know? And so, yeah, um, Lo and behold, I never heard from him again. <laughs> and that was like so utterly disappointing because I just really believed that that was not the situation or the person that I thought they were. And I'm just like, wow, okay, what the fuck? Um, so yeah, and then he just texted me on Valentine's Day um, after he liked my pictures on Instagram and was like, Hey, sorry, things went messy on my side. I probably should have discussed this with you before I left and left it over like a really long period of time. There were some things that went on and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, you know what? A part of me, the good part of me is like, yeah, you know what? I really actually do feel very sincerely bad if there's something going on. But I'm also not entirely sure that I believe you. And he's like, I just don't think that I was like ready, I, you know, for a relationship. And um, it was so sweet of you to send in like this check-in message that you sent while I was gone. And like, it's so big of you to be so great after how I've been with you. And I missed you. And, um, you know, I, there's a lot to explain. And like all sorts of shit. And so I went back and forth, you guys, like a hundred times about what I was going to respond, when I was going to respond. Should we be fucking petty queen and wait three weeks to respond? Or should I respond right away? But will I look desperate? And also, like, it's not even fucking about that. It's not even about that. Because at the end of the day, um, what I value and respect for people other than myself is their time, their effort, and their emotions. And so I bit the bullet. I, you know, I didn't respond right away because I was like, I'm going to have a, an emotional response. And I, I don't want that, like a reaction. I want I want to have like a well-thought-out response. Um, and then also he called the event that I went to, the Waste Management Open, boring. And I was like, I don't really know if you feel like you have the liberty to make a joke at my fucking expense, but this is the first activity that I've done in three weeks with friends who actually brought me joy and like helped me move on from this situation um, because I won't even get into the details, but like there was so much BS, you guys, like there was so much love bombing going on and I was just like so into it and so adrenaline that like, I just let it fucking happen to me. Like I was like walking through like a battlefield. It felt like the, you know, the scene in, what is it, 19, is it 1916 or 1917, whatever that war movie is where he's just like running down the field. That's how I felt like, but all of the common sense was behind me. And so it was just so, ugh. And so, you know, whatever. So um, all I responded was, you know, I do think that there is a lot to elaborate on. And um, I do believe that 
I would, you know, I'd like to hear it. And I'm really not sure of what you're offering me as far as a conversation, but I do believe that it's overdue. And you guys, that is literally the fairest I could have been. The fairest I could have been. And that was on Valentine's Day, which was now two days ago. <laughs> and you would think after her literally just blowing someone off for three weeks that if you come back with an apology that either you're not willing to expand on or and that's it and like that's the kind of person you are then I mean fucking cool like you fool me 18 times I guess um but to not respond after that too I'm just like whatever so this is the open mic night on that fucking situation and I am not fucking mad about it like I just I can't handle it. Like, if you're going to go out and date, now I'm going to switch gears in modern dating. If you're going to go out and date and you don't know what you want or you are emotionally suddenly unavailable to commit to the person that you're fucking seeing and saying super serious things to and, you know, going out multiple times, whatever, um, feel free to let that person know at any fucking time, any fucking time. Um, because you know what, your, your time is not more important than theirs and your emotions and everything else, like the stake is the, the emotional stake is the exact same for the other person. And while you clown around and fuck around on someone else's time, you might be robbing them of the opportunity to meet somebody who really, really could be for them. And I find that so infuriating. And I am all about casual dating. Don't get me wrong. I casually date all the time, all the time. And it's a fun time to do that. But it's fun when people are honest about what they want and honest about how they're going to show up. And I really think that that is what makes dating so hard about right now it's just that like everyone is afraid to commit and nobody wants to admit what they want because it might be too much for someone else and everyone is scarred from situations like these and then that prevents them from opening up to the next person and to the next person to the next person and I think that one of the most courageous and brave and bold things that you can do although some people label it as being naive is to truly live with an open heart. Protect your energy, but allow people to see you as you are, to see you as how much you have to offer and give. And, you know, don't be naive. Like, don't let people take advantage of it. Don't let people, you know, do anything terrible to you. But, you know, give them that window, that taste of it, and and let them show you their interest. Don't believe what's coming out of their mouth. Read their actions. Read their body language. Read the situation. Get an objective pair of eyeballs. I mean, like, I can't tell you how many people used to tell me I was wrong all the time. And I'm like, no, I'm not wrong. And no, I, I was. I was so fucking wrong. I can't believe it. And it makes me upset because I feel like I have have learned so much and come so far and I'm very thankful for it and I believe that like everything happens for a reason but I'm like how many things are gonna happen to me for how many reasons like I am ready to like just have fun with someone vibe out have a good relationship and like be an adult and maybe in a year like move in together you know or like 
make some solid plans. And it makes me sad because I've gotten the feedback on multiple occasions like, Andrea, I can't understand why you're single. Or Andrea, I can't understand, um, you know, like every time you meet with someone or that you're with someone, I think that this is going to be the one for you. And I, I really am always so sad when it's not. And I'm like, almost moved to tears when people tell me that. And I'm like, if you do not think that I don't want this for myself too, like, you're out of your mind. Like, I can do a really great job of playing it off. And like, yes, it is super fun to date sometimes. But I also sometimes feel a great pressure to have what other people have because I want so badly um, to be just a part of a companionship of something that that is uh, that is meaningful to me. And I think in a very traditional sense, uh, like I've always looked forward to sharing my life with someone in that way. And um, but like in a very modern twist where like I don't stay home and like it's not 1950, you know what I mean? But like that I'm like a power couple with someone in that we're sensitive at the same time and that we have like our own ups and downs and whatever else. But um, it just, I think the older I get, the more I'm like, holy shit. Okay. Like, I mean, people make comments all the time. Like, when do you, you know, do you think that you're ever going to get married? Do you think that you're ever going to have kids? And like, I don't really know about kids. Okay, guys, like we got way time for that. But people are like, oh, well, I had someone recently at work be like, why aren't you married with kids? Like, aren't you a little old? And I was like, oh, 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 oh. Actually, just like, um, back the fuck up. Because like, I don't know you like that. And secondly, uh, yeah, I am so aware of my situation. Like, we should stop asking people questions about whether you're married or not or in a relationship or not. Like, when are you having kids? When are you getting married? When are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? Let people live their own fucking timelines. This is why people like me have anxiety over this shit. Because people be asking you all the time. All the time. And I'm like, guys, you know what? I've done so much self-work in the last few years. There's just there's just nowhere where to grow. Like, I cannot handle... I cannot level up any further. Because I fear that I will just be stuck alone at that point. So, um, that is such a long-winded rant. Oh, my God. But thank you for listening if you're listening so far. I just feel like um, there was a TikTok that labeled it really well and I screenshotted it and I was like, yes, absolutely. And it says modern day dating is just making out with someone new and then watching each other's stories every day until you die. And I was like, yep, that's it. Because I can tell you how many guys I've been out with that still follow me on Instagram for some reason or whatever else and keep up with my posts daily. And I'm like, you love fucking keeping up with me, but you couldn't keep up with me in real life. And that's your fucking problem, not mine. <sighs> Anyways, um, you know, other than that, there's not much going on. Um, I am really excited to incorporate some of my podcast stuff into TikTok and Reels and um, Instagram a little bit more. So be on the lookout for that. And speaking of TikTok, I just have to say this because I am so annoyed with myself. I commented early on a Spotify TikTok of the interview with Julia Fox and the girl from Call Her Daddy interviewing her. And it's the TikTok where she's like, you know, I was Josh Safdie's muse in Uncut Gems. You know what I mean? And they talk about being Ye's muse. And it's just like, oh, God. So I commented on it. And, um, oh, here, you can hear the audio. But um, 
I commented on it and I said, there is just something so infuriating, infuriating about her. And that's, I'm getting a phone call, but I'm going to stop that. But um, I just wrote, there is something so infuriating about her. That's it. That's it, you guys. That's all I fucking wrote. 58.3 thousand likes currently. I can tell you that I had to turn off my notifications on TikTok and I had to, I mean, I, the app is like basically rendered useless for me right now as far as like creating anything um, because like one, I feel like it'll never be seen, but all of my notifications are just droves of like likes and like batches of likes. Like it's just, I mean, every waking second that I'm on here, it's just something else like I just pulled down my notification screen and it's like this person, this person, and 2,237 others liked your comment. Like, I'm done. Remind me never to get famous. Remind me never to go viral. I hope it never happens. It was truly, truly an experience. Like, I'm glad it's just a comment, not a video of mine, because I would scream if it was. I would just die. But yeah, that's like really all that's new. Um... Other thoughts on Kanye, somebody should check in with him seriously, like a mental health team, please, dear God. If it weren't Kanye and if it were your ex, um, you would have called the police a long time ago. Like his uh, vengeance for P. Davidson, like, bro, you look desperate. You look unhealthy. You look obsessive. You're scaring everyone so just like stop and the fact that kim agreed to let him buy the house across from her girl i think she was doing it to be reasonable but i honestly believe that she uh she's gonna regret that and it's gonna end up ugly i'm calling it now but we'll see where we're at next week anyways guys i need a sip of water and i gotta call uh this person back so Hopefully next week, there'll be a little bit more positive information to share. Um, But thank you all for joining me. It's been so good to be back. I love you all and we will talk soon.